Do you have an idea for a podcast, but you don't know where to start? Maybe you're overwhelmed by all the tech or you're convinced nobody will actually listen to you. Well, I'm Shauna Game. After nine and a half years as a professional podcaster, at this show, everyone's talking money. And 25 million downloads later, let me tell you the secret to a profitable podcast. It is building a solid foundation, your podcast roadmap before you launch. That's why I created the Podcaster Class, a fast-paced group cohort podcasting for profit eight-week style NBA program. The Podcaster Class is immersive, comprehensive, and insanely motivational. If you want to create a podcast, DIYing a launch is just not the way to go. In the Podcaster Class, you'll get the tools, tips, and strategies to create a podcast that resonates with listeners and one you can be proud of. Get this. 90% of podcasters never make it to episode three. That's 2.8 million podcasters who just quit. So to be a top podcaster, you only need to publish 21 episodes, but you got to make them good. So in the podcaster class, I'm taking the mystery out of how to create, launch, and profit from your podcast so you can create a top 1% podcast just like this one. The May cohort is now open for enrollment. Classes start May 22nd. There are only 15 spots open. You are going to learn podcasting with me and 14 other amazing people. You can learn all the details at thepodcasterclass.com. Use code podcast when you sign up for $100 off. That's thepodcasterclass.com. When it comes to financial advice, you got to trust the source. It's why you listen to this podcast. When I'm looking to upgrade my wallet, I turn to NerdWallet. Their expert team of nerds dives into the details to help you find smarter financial products. Before NerdWallet, I was paying for vacations all wrong. (laughs) I was missing out on miles. I didn't even know I was leaving on the table. Now I've got a new card with more miles and more upgrades. What could future you do with more travel rewards? I don't know, maybe that fancy hotel upgrade that you have always been dreaming about. Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. Hey, I'm Shauna Compton-Game. This is Millennial Money, and today we're talking up a treehouse with Chef Laurel Waters. Millennial Money with Shauna Compton-Game. It will expand your brain. So we were working uh, in Texas Hill River Country last month, and we were uh, there for during the week, Monday through like Wednesday, Monday to Thursday, we were there. And we were told about this amazing restaurant, and not only a restaurant, a property, and it's only open one day a week, Saturdays, but yet it's the one of the most popular and booked restaurants uh, around the area, and it's a small town in in, uh, Utopia, Texas, uh, in the Uvalde County area of Texas Hill River Country. And so we were told we have to at least go check it out, uh, go get a tour of this this place and stuff. And this one chef who we're going to be talking to, she actually built that. And I mean, and we came across this, and it's just one of the most amazing places you ever want to see. 
Yeah. And, and more than just, or I should say even as good as the property, I mean, it, it literally looks like you're transported back to, you know, somewhere in Provence and in France. It's just stunning architecture. And it is in a, a tiny, tiny, tiny town in Texas where there isn't a whole lot of anything else around. And I think almost more impressive than the restaurant itself is the chef who created the restaurant, Laura Waters. And her story is just, I I think one that really inspires me because, you know, she is a classically trained chef. She trained at Le Cordon Bleu in, in, in Paris. And she had this vision for the restaurant and the business that she wanted to create. And it's very different than what you would think of for the traditional uh, restaurant model. And yet she was so steadfast in this is what she wanted to create. And I think it's just a good sort of uh, reminder to all of us just to be uniquely ourselves and follow that that thing inside of us that tells us to be different because it ended up working out miraculously for her. Yeah, I mean, she she worked in you know in in different places in in France uh, as a chef, and then always had this dream of building a and, and creating a restaurant something like this uh, where where she's from in Texas, and her parents have this this ranch uh, farm, if you will, and uh, they built it there. So it is totally one of those. If you build it, they will come because people are coming from all around, and and so not only this this is beautiful. You you pull up you know, this kind of gravel road and you'll see all these beautiful poppies and you see this farm, you see, and you see this, uh, this, uh, European style manor, if you will. And then that's, that's essentially the restaurant. Then you go in the backyard and there's a tree house back there. There's a tree house that, that seats six people. And so it's, so it's a restaurant. And now she's actually building, uh, an Airbnb, if you will, uh, with a few more tree houses that you could actually sleep there. Yeah, and so we wanted to share with you not only you know the story of this of this restaurant and, and how amazing it is, and literally, I think you should get on a plane and head to you know this tiny town in Texas just to see and experience this restaurant. And it is a bargain. I mean, it, it is unbelievable. It's what a four or five course dinner for forty nine dollars. Yeah, so it is it is quite an experience. So obviously, we wanted to, to share about this this find, but then you know, also share the story again of, of someone who decided that this is what she wanted her life to look like. And, you know, without apologies, she's just going for it. And I think it's just, again, a great reminder to us that we can always be different. We can always be uniquely ourselves and we can always follow our own path. So enjoy our conversation with Chef Laurel Waters from the Laurel Tree Restaurant in the small town of Utopia, Texas, which is not too far from San Antonio. But you're going to want to put this on your bucket list and check this place out. So enjoy our conversation with Chef Laurel Waters. Uh, well, thanks, Laurel, for joining us all the way from uh, Utopia, Texas. And we were just there, and we got to check out a lot of that area. And uh, you, you weren't there. We, we, we checked out your restaurant and, the, and the, the grounds where your restaurant is there in Utopia. You were in Paris, Paris, France, of course, not Texas. Uh, but, you know, we got to check out your restaurant and the treehouse and everything there at Laurel Tree. Um, tell us about Laurel Tree and what inspired you to open this amazing restaurant in such a small town in Texas? You know, funnily enough, I actually grew up in the city. I grew up in Houston, but my folks bought our property out in Utopia in 1972. 
So my whole entire life, I've spent half of it right there in Utopia. So it really it has always been half of of who I am. And it's just the place that I wanted to do this. You know, I really wanted to set up a destination restaurant. People do come from pretty much far and wide to come dine with us. I feel so honored. And um, I just, you know, people are really wanting to get out of the city and it's a beautiful drive out that way. And you just kind of feel a little bit disconnected with the craziness, you know, of, I guess, everyday life and all that stuff. And you just breathe a little easier and you know, just enjoy the nature and the mountains and all that stuff. So it just, Utopia was the perfect fit for me. Right. And I mean, was it one of those things that, that, I mean, you have a beautiful property there and, uh, but, but what was, was it one of those things that you built, you know, build it and they will come, you kind of thought, or you built it and you're like, on, I don't know if anyone's going to come to this. I was scared to pieces. I thought, <laughs> if I do this out in the middle of nowhere, people aren't going to get it. You know, they're not going to come. We're only open one day a week on Saturdays. And um, I change the menu every single weekend. People are just going to think I'm crazy. And started out quite small, just with one room in the main kitchen. And that was 13 years ago. And then after two years, I added on a second room, what we call the party room, but we use it for general dining as well. And uh, people just come from all over the place. You know, it really has become the destination restaurant that that I, you know, had in my mind or, or sort of set out to do. So it's been it's been awesome. And when we were there, your mom was um, graciously showing us around and, and telling us some stories about you. <laughs> they were all oh, good. Yes. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> But one of the things she talked about was how, you know, when you were in Europe and, you know, going to culinary school, how you were kind of always dreaming up, you know, your your ideal restaurant and the vision that you had, you know, in your head. And I was wondering if you could just kind of talk us through, you know, a little about your, your journey and maybe how, you know, easy or hard it was to actually kind of bring that dream to reality. Well, it's uh, I didn't actually set out to be a chef and have a restaurant and all that stuff. I was actually just going to go to Paris and take basic cuisine at Cordon Bleu. And one thing just led to the next, which led to the next. And I ended up doing all the classes there in Paris and then um, graduating with the Grand Diplôme. And then I worked in three restaurants in Provence, which each of those also sort of were happenstance on how that came about. So throughout that whole process, anytime I had a few days off, you know, I would hop on the train. I love the high-speed train in France. <laughs> you get anywhere very quickly. And, um, you know, I harvested grapes in Bordeaux or Christmas in Alsace or summer in Provence. And and I researched all these little places that you could stay and, and different restaurants. And I fell in love with this guest table concept. It's the translation for the French term table d'hôte you know, table for guests where you literally go into somebody's home and you have what they're serving for dinner that night. So, you know, it's maybe a communal table and there might be Italian tourists and local neighbors and through choppy French and choppy English, everybody gets along and you're drinking the local wine. And, you know, you might be dining, the menu would consist of some things they've been growing in the backyard or a suckling pig they've raised or what they picked up at market. And, so I just, I fell in love with that whole concept of this guest table. I want wanted people to feel like they've come into my home and I'm serving, you know, or they're having what I'm serving for dinner that night, you know. And then I almost did it in my house. But then I realized that 
people aren't going to want to leave at the end of the night. You know, I need, to figure, <laughs> I need to figure out some way that I can separate this. So that's how it sort of transitioned into building the restaurants, you know, and all that stuff, which we did. And the people do come. Right. And so, and so you guys, you guys built that building then that that's housed in the restaurant as well too, or was that already, already there? No, built it, built it to be the restaurant. Okay, yeah. I, I wanted right, it so. to look as old as possible. So, yeah. You know, the doors, they beat them up and age to the beams and, you know, things like that so that it looked like it'd been there a long time. And then when I added on the second room, I was very lucky to be able to get the same rock mason. You know, this was a couple of years later. So that way it looks like it was all built at one time. And, uh, um, yeah, we built it just to be a restaurant. In those moments when money is just not moving as fast as your dreams, Earnit provides the financial momentum you need to keep moving forward. Earnit is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. You just download the Earnit app and verify your paycheck. Then you access up to $100 a day as you work and you can leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. I honestly would use Earnit in lots of different ways, but what's on my mind recently is I need a night out. I need some good tacos to sip on a few virgin margaritas and celebrate you all helping this podcast earn 26 million downloads. Make Earnin a part of your financial routine and join Earnin's over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earnin, I think about financial stability and security. Gives me a lot of peace of mind. Download Earnin today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, type in Talkin' Money under podcast when you sign up. It will really help the show. Talkin' Money under podcast. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank, subject to your available earnings daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. The weather is getting warmer. I'm so excited. And it is time to say goodbye to all those jackets and sweaters and hello to the shorts and t-shirts. I wanted to update my summer workout wardrobe for the long haul without, you know, spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince and I am in love. Quince is your go-to place from everything from premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part of all, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes those savings on to you. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. Okay, I bought the dreamiest pair of workout leggings and a bright pink workout top to match. Honestly, ladies, I gotta tell you, these leggings you need. The price cannot be beat, and I feel like a million bucks wearing this cozy workout friendly outfit. I've worn it for like five days straight. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash etm for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash ETM to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash ETM. Okay, friend, I want to know, what are your money goals this year? Are you saving to buy a house or maybe a wedding? 
or a dream vacation to somewhere tropical. If that's you, please, please take me with you. Or maybe you want to just grow your emergency fund because, let's be real, life is expensive. I want to make sure you reach your goals, so you need Monarch. That's why the Wall Street Journal named it the best app for growing your savings. Monarch is the top-rated, all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. You can create custom budgets, track progress towards your financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com etm. Here's what I love. Monarch is the most customizable budgeting app. You can change the layout of your dashboard. You can go between light and dark mode. You can create custom budgets and notifications. You can set up all of these automatic rules for your transactions and notifications and so much more. Monarch is obsessed with constantly improving their product. Get this. They release updates every two weeks, and they even allow customers to submit suggestions, vote on requested features, and view the product roadmap. This, my friend, is totally original. Plus, they will never sell your data to third party or show you ads. I think that's really important. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it is the top-rated personal finance app. And now, listeners of this show get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash etm. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash etm for your extended 30-day free trial. I'm going to be real with you. Identity theft is on the rise, and you do not want to wake up one morning and discover that your bank account has been emptied, or you're overdue on credit cards you never even applied for. We talk about this often on the podcast, but you don't realize how much of your information is available to scammers on the internet and how susceptible you and your family are to identity theft and fraud. I know, it's scary, but now you can get your data removed with Delete Me. That's why I personally choose Delete Me. Delete Me is a subscription service that removes your personal information from the largest people search databases on the web and in the process helps prevent potential ID theft doxing, and phishing scams. I just started using Delete Me and I got my regular personalized privacy report. <laughs> I was shocked what they found and removed. It was pages of information about me that I did not want online. Here's how it works. You sign up and provide Delete Me with exactly what information you want deleted, and their experts take it from there. I cannot tell you how relieved I felt to have Delete Me. And you know, it's also a great service for your parents or grandparents to help protect them from identity theft. Delete Me is not just a one-time service. Delete Me is always working for you, constantly monitoring and removing the personal information you do not want on the internet. Take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete Me, now at a special price for my listeners. Today, get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and use promo code etm at checkout. The only way you get 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and enter code etm at checkout. J-O-I-N-D-E-L-E-T-E-M-E dot com slash etm. Go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and use code etm for 20% off. A lot of right, people. But, but, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Go, go finish what you're saying. 
Well, a lot of people thought it was going to be a home when we were building, and many people okay, have said, yeah. yeah, many people have said that when I move out, they'd like to move in, and I, but I told them <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. So, <laughs> right, but then you also added a, a really totally unique addition: the the treehouse uh, room as well. Too, tell us about that story and how that came about. Well, it was just an opportunity that walked in my front door with a reservation, actually. <laughs> Believe it or not, you know, people, like I say, people come from so far. And it actually brought Pete Nelson of Treehouse Masters. They were building over in Lakey, which is just about 20 minutes over the hill, and heard about the restaurant. And um, but he booked dinner for 12 and brought his wife, Judy, and all the cute guys with the man buns, you know, the whole crew. <laughs> And they came to dinner, you know, they had a dinner reservation. So the funniest part about the whole story is that we could hardly get Pete in the front door of the restaurant because there's some fabulous oak trees out in the parking lot. And he was out there hugging everything out in the parking lot, you know, and I was like, no, no, Pete, I promise it gets better. Come on inside. You know, the big one's out back. So that was it. That It was all over after that. He just was beside himself you know, over this 450 year old oak tree and to be able just to build in the palm of that tree's hand, he was just over the moon. And then, you know, they'd never done a restaurant before. That was also super appealing to them. Um, And then they also wanted to build and film um, during our red poppy season, which is in the spring. And I have seven acres of red poppies out there, just like you'd see in Provence. And so um, it just, it looked good on television too. So there were a lot of reasons, I think, at the end of the day that we were as probably as interesting to them as, as they became to me. So, yeah, now we have a yeah, it's a private dining room in the oak tree and it seats it's one table and it seats six people or less. I wanted to keep it small with eight people or more. Um, you see it every, all the time. You see the, ta- the conversation at the table divides. One side's talking about some topic and the other side starts talking about something else. But with six people or less, the conversation is always engaged. And it's for these super special occasions and these these moments, you know, that we were already having at the restaurant. But this just really literally, I guess, if you will, elevated it to a whole new level, you know, puts you up in the tree now. So, Right. Did they have to actually talk you into building that? Like, you're, or did you think it was the craziest idea? Uh, they didn't have to talk to me, talk me into it too hard. You know? <laughs> uh, yeah. As soon as I knew they were coming, my husband, Robert and I, we love the show. We've watched Pete for, for many seasons and we're always like, let's see what Pete's building tonight. You know, but when I knew that they were coming to dinner, it kind of planted the seed in my head. You know, I, I, I'm sure that I thought about it in years prior, but I just don't know that I ever really would have picked up the phone and called him and said, Hey Pete, you know, let's build. I've got a great tree. Come look at it. So like I say, it was just an opportunity that walked in with a dinner reservation. So <laughs> proof that you never know who who's walking in <laughs> yes, never and what know. they might bring. Yes. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And I think it was time. I think we were ready. You know, I, I just think it was really meant to be. Right. So, and you also ended up after culinary school, you ended up working in a few uh, Michelin star restaurants in, in, in France. How did that shape you as a chef? Um, well, you know, I would say that it, it it all sounds really glamorous and everything, but it was a lot of super hard work and um, just watching the chefs at how they work, how they commanded the kitchen, um, you know, a lot of things I brought home with me mentally, a lot of things I left there on how they, you know, operated kitchens and stuff. But 
Um, it was just, it was a very eye opening experience for me in the sense that all three restaurants that I worked at, all of them had a, um, a potager, a kitchen garden out back, you know, and every morning the, the gardener would show up and say, chef, what would you like today? And it was a sense of, of planning the menu like that seasonally and fresh and what's grown there. And so I designed my whole restaurant the same way. I have a potager out back. I probably grow 30 different kinds of fresh herbs and then various vegetables and things that I use in each one of my menus. You know, we do a, um, a four course lunch on Saturdays for $29 before tax and gratuity. And then we do a five course dinner on Saturday nights for 49, which really the value that we offer is a really big deal, but just bringing home that, that um, the idea of going to market during, you know, for setting the menus around that, what's growing in the, in the backyard and the garden uh, I really brought a lot of that with me home. You you also too. It's I mean, it's not just a restaurant. It's not just the treehouse. I mean, you have a really full on experience there. That there's so much eclectic stuff you have in the yard there that people could just walk around and check out too. What what could kind of made you start that as well? I have like yeah. some antiques and some you know playground stuff, if you will, no, and everything kind of like that. Evolved. What made, made you kind of have, um, have that and doing idea? Doing the garden out back. I designed the whole restaurant around the big tree in the backyard, and then you know we did that nice rock sort of fencing around it and all of that. And I added a few little garden whimsy things out there, and then then started my herb garden. And you know if if you're going to throw it away, I'm going to plant something in it. Old wheelbarrows and washing machines and tubs and you know these things already had holes in them because they're no good to for you for the original purpose but it's perfect drainage so for the herbs and and vegetables and things like that so I just started adding fun things out there and then found some old garden swings and you know put those out in the yard and just you know I'm always got an eye out for some new little tricycle or something like that and then the customers well first of all I don't turn over my tables ever. I never have. It's your table for lunch or dinner. That's why we do reservations. Hmm. And then, so therefore, you know, you've come a long way to dine with us and you've brought your friends, you've brought your family and we never try to hurry anybody out the door. It's kind of a European style of dining. So what kind of advice would you give to someone who wanted to start out an adventure like this and become a chef? You know, just try to think of things that are unique and things that are different. Um, I say, especially to my young people that, that are thinking about culinary or that kind of thing, taste everything. You know, everywhere you go, taste everything. You may not like it, but at least you're, you're educating your palate on different things that may go together or you don't go together or it's texture, you know um, or whatever. And, um, and don't for one of the big things is don't forget about your customers. You know, they're, they, you're there because they are coming. And I try to speak to every customer before they walk out the door. And that's something that, that I think delights people quite a bit. They're so surprised when they're like, wow, you know, the chef came out and actually said hello to me. Just try to think of, of, um, you know, what suits you, but also what's unique and slightly different or what's not out there, you know, um, yeah. And then go for it. <laughs> so now that we have your taste buds warmed up and you're totally inspired to go out there and chase that dream that you have in your own heart, uh, and certainly visiting the Laurel Tree Restaurant will inspire, I think, almost anything in you. It is, it is truly unique. Head on over to our links in the show notes. You can check out the Laurel Tree House and, uh, you know, get your reservation booked so that you can go and experience that 
As always, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Shauna Game. You can check out Jeff on Instagram at The Traveling Game. And do us a favor, if you love this podcast, please share it with your friends, shout it out, and head on over to the link in the show notes and leave us a review. 